Figure facts for life. We just want you to be healthy. Health and happiness. If you pay attention to what goes in your body, you'll be amazed at the results. Fuel, nourish, and heal your body. Eating healthy. Well, well that's everything. Put the right fuel in. Take care of your engine. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Here's Roberta Janeiro. Roberta Janeiro. Welcome to Figure Facts for Life podcast. I'm your host, Roberta Gennaro. I want to thank you for joining us today. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist with over 30 years clinical nutrition experience. I am committed to share with you how to fuel, nourish, and heal your body with the foods you choose. But I also want to share the wisdom and the knowledge I've gained over the years, along with that of my colleagues and guests that I have on my podcast, so that you are enriched by this program. Now, there's folks listening that have have mood and physical energy issues and and they are just wanting to understand how to feel better mentally and physically. You know, when you think about after all the years we have been fueling our bodies and why some days we feel better than other days, there's a lot of information out there on what we should be eating and shouldn't be eating. And yet we're still maybe not feeling that great. We're still sluggish, maybe even to the point we're fatigued so often that we're starting to get depressed or anxious about those feelings. And I think it's important. We have Dr. Marco Dela Cruz, MD. He's in the studio with me today, and he's going to share with you some of his wisdom. He's been a physician for over 36 years. Yeah, there's... Wow. Goes fast. So I think it's important to uh, share with our listeners and our viewers what made you switch from kind of a conventional medicine model to now what you call an integrative medicine model. Actually, I came out of residency, my Lord, in 82, went to work for major hospital center at one of their offices. Right. And I loved it. It was great. Right. And after about uh, four or five years, I began to experience a little frustration because I had thought, hey, I'm American trained, board certified family physician. I should be able to heal like 90, cure 90% of what I see. Right. And yes, uh, if it was acute stuff, but after a few years of practicing, you get to see more and more patients with chronic problems, right? Exactly. Chronic back pain, diabetes, hypertension, fatigue, things like that. And then I realized, oh my God, the model that we have doesn't work for right. these people as well. I mean, it can help them, right. but not like the way albuterol, you know, that inhaler really helps your asthma attack. That's acute. Exactly. But with the chronic stuff, I the, the answers weren't there. And, and I started feeling bad that, oh my God, I'm giving everybody ibuprofen. And the more I learn, the more harmful it is to them, like to their gut and things like that. Yeah, you didn't want to maybe be right, prescribing as often. Well, right. You know, remember, they always <laughs> tell you, first do no harm. Right. So uh, by, you know, 86, I started, I went on a path, a journey looking of what else would help. And around that time, there was a lot of research in mind-body medicine. Okay. It was called psychoneuroimmunology. Big research. So we're we talking like in the 90s? I'm talking about in the uh, mid-80s. 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 Okay. That's one that, that famous... Uh, Norman Cousins had written that book about how he cured himself from this chronic debilitating uh, ankylosing spondylitis, you know, okay. one of those autoimmune diseases that really, really messes you up. Right. And he did it with, uh, to make a long story short, he did it with uh, vitamin C IVs and uh, Candid Camera films. He was friends with Alan Funt from Candid Camera. Okay. But he wrote a nice little book, Anatomy of an Illness, and there was a lot of research going on at that time. Okay. I, mean, I remember uh, the McDonald's widow had given UCLA a million dollars just to do more research on psychoneuroimmunology or mind-body medicine. Okay. And so that's then, how I started looking. All right. So then when did you actually write your book, Balancing Act? 
Well, that came. Oh, that that was what what happened was by 1988. Based on everything I learned, I started teaching my patients about stress and illness. Okay. And I started teaching them like stress management techniques, but it's also meditation, right. mindfulness, things like that. Things that was, was already well researched. I just brought it to my patients. Okay. And they were getting results. People were getting off medications. People, because we'd have weekly meetings, and you know, people, oh, you know, I cut back on my sleep medication, or I don't need as much pain medication. Yeah. Pretty much what, what we already knew from the research: if people could handle their stress better, they'd have less pain. Right. They'd have less fatigue. Wow. Think, things like that. Now, at that point, I had not yet learned about the role of diet yet. That wouldn't okay. come till 1999. But at, in 1988, when I started doing my first workshops for patients. And that book came out of, originally that book was meant to be, I, I want to write a better manual for my patients when I do my workshop. Yes. But as I got into it, it, it got just richer, and then especially the section on spirituality, you know, I just wanted to add to that in yes. terms of balancing, because I think life is a mind-body-spirit experience. Talk a little bit about the spirituality aspect of Balancing Act. The spirituality, I often tell patients, even in my everyday, because I, I, I bring that up to them, and I'll sometimes, especially with chronic. If yes. they have chronic illness, there's going to be inflammation. Yes. Okay? And inflammation, of course, made worse by stress. So the, what I often will say to somebody in part of the first interview is, do you have a spiritual card? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to yes. push religion on right. or any particular one. Right. But if they say yes, then I, I'll say to them, listen, I really want you in your own way, um, you know, just develop that more. Yes. You know, because I think spirituality, and I'll elaborate a moment, spirituality lowers inflammation. Yes. And I said, look, spirituality is the road, and religions are maps, but sometimes maps can be helpful on the road. That's right. But they're not to be confused with the road. That's right. So your journey, whether you're experiencing it through nature or through Christianity or Buddhism, there's something going on that when you connect with it, it just calms you more. Yes. And one of the favorite lines I like to use for people that, that say they have a spiritual card, otherwise I don't go there much, is that one of the ways you know you're growing in spirit is that you're calmer now. You know, Not that you don't have pain, but you don't worry as much as you did last year. Exactly. That overall, you, you know it's going to work out. Yeah. Like, because things we worry about most of the time never happen. They yeah, really don't. I know. And but, we get all wigged out. No, what it, but it means, if, so it means, I tell my, so it means we're living a lie. Right. Because what we worried about, we act like it was going to go on. It right. never did. So all those hours or weeks, you're living, and if you ever had a lie, and I have, if we, yes. you know, you, oh, we you all always have. feel bad. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's <laughs> not a comfortable to live with a lie. Right. Especially, you know, but anyway. Exactly. But the point, so that's a big part because mind, of course, is ultimately how you look at things. Cogn- right. Cognitive restructuring is the great way. And like in my chapter five, how your mind creates reality. Okay. You know? Yes. And uh, it's, a, it's so much of it is really the way you see it. Right. It's not what it is. Right. It's how you see it. Right. And most of us kind of know that already. We kind of figured it out. We just forget. Right. Like but, even when you write, you wrote your book, did you kind of have a vision of what that would, book would end up being like? And then it was just kind of walking the road to its completion. No, that's what we're... <laughs> When I started writing it, right, I, I, I was really writing off the, uh, I had like a maybe 30, 40 page pamphlet that I used to, or booklet that I used to use in my, you know, day long classes. Yes. And I was just going to elaborate more. And it just kept evolving. It just kept coming like more Look, wisdom. Sometimes I go back and read some of that stuff. And I, I know I wrote it because I wrote it myself, yes. but I can't believe I wrote it. You know, right. It's like. It makes you think about the whole deal of ins- inspiration. Yes, right. Inspiration means in spiritu, you know, really something higher. Right. Something higher. 
orchestrated. Uh, I don't have to get denominational. Yes. Right, exactly. Spirit doesn't need to be denominational. Right. You know, it is what it is. Right. So you can either use it or not. It's exactly. Like, you know. And I think, you know, when you're talking about mind, body, spirit being mm. all connected, and when you work with an individual, you know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we really want to get some information out to the listeners and viewers about how they can look at how they're looking at things in their life, what they're putting in their body, what their connection is to their inner being, which we were all spirit before Mm -hmm. we were placed in our bodies, right? Mm -hmm. So that they can, in fact, have power elicited from from that wisdom and that knowledge, right? That's that's a good phrase. I tell patients, look, I will help you get the health you were meant to have. Yes. I can't get you more than you were meant to have before you interrupted it with bad food, you know, with too much worrying, not sleeping, attaching yourself to the wrong person who's not going to nurture you back, you know, things like that. absolutely. These are everyday human things. Yes. But it just came about, the whole mind, body, spirit, and most of the time when I look at People trying to help themselves, they always focus on the body. And in my book, I talk about the body section. It's called Eat, Walk, Sleep. Nutrition. Okay. Walk for activity. Activity. And I tell my patients, you don't have to go to the gym, really. Just get active. Sometimes just run in place. Mm -hmm. And going back to what you said earlier, if you're feeling worked up, like to my surprise, I was feeling a little worked up about that. So I'm just running in place over there. Right, right. Because any activity. You know what I tell my clients Mm -hmm. too? I'll tell them just put on your favorite music and dance. Yeah, start dance. Absolutely. dance. Like that phrase. You know, really, it brings such joy, right? Dance like nobody's watching. Right, exactly. (laughs) So let me me just have you paint a picture for our listeners as well as our viewers on how when you have somebody come in with depression or anxiety or both and fatigue, how do you work with that individual versus maybe uh, somebody who is not integrative physician, well, integrative medicine physician? I, I guess in, when, I'm, when, when I'm listening, you know, in classical medicine, it was it's, the history was number one. Yes. Find out what's going on. There's even beautiful phrases like, if you listen long enough to the patient will tell you what the problem right. is what and the solution yeah. is. And that's where we, we, we kind of lost our way from that. And we've gotten heavy into testing, which would be great if they're accurate, but they're really not. Okay. And they're really, for example, not real good, like things like anxiety. So you, yeah. it's just asking them, how do you feel? How long has this been going on? And, but more importantly, what do you think is going on? You know, and, and like even like when you talk about pain, what makes it better? What makes it worse? Yes. But that one key one, what do you think is going on? Right. And oftentimes, if you ask them those questions, they'll say, I think it's my job, you know. And, and you <laughs> Right. Know, they start like releasing that. No, they, some they stuff. Tell you. They, yeah, okay? exactly. And, and those are, again, causes or triggers. But ultimately, see, they all affect the, the body. So I think the biggest cause, and this I learned from mind-body medicine back mm-hmm. in the research, the biggest okay. cause of illness is still stress, okay? But how does stress and do we that? we all have stress. Right. We all have stress in our right. life. But it's how you manage it, right? It's ultimately how you manage it. Got to manage okay? that stress, I mean, there were so, so many interesting things when I was studying it back then. For example, if you got a leg injury in war, that leg injury was less incapacitating than if you got the same, if during the war, your friends were at war and you got hit by a car. Right. The same injury because, you know, it, it got, it's all the context and how the mind sees it. Mm-hmm. And there's so much part of it. But it's just helping Absolutely. patients to understand, you know, it's not, not like it's all in your head, but your head can definitely influence it but because the mind and body are connected yes if i can get just get you dancing or even running in place that almost always raises your energy yes increases endorphins in your brain you feel feel good neurotransmitters and that gives patient a chance that 
Yes, and, and by the way, I, I know I don't hesitate to use medications, but I tell them, you know, I don't think you have a pharmaceutical deficiency. Yes. So we don't have to go there first. <laughs> right. But I always tell them, Gennaro's your last name, right? Yes. So I, I tell them, like, look, you're the CEO of Gennaro Health Enterprises, and I'm just your consultant, okay? Yes. So I'm not going to guilt you into you got to give up weed. or You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you the best advice I can so you can move your company to better health. But you're going to have to do it. I can't fix you. Right. I can help you. This is especially with chronic diseases. Exactly. Okay. And I think we, you know, we have to mention too that there are certain substances that people are ingesting that actually have an impact on your psyche and your yes. central nervous system. Yes. So caffeine, for example. Sure. Right. If you're an anxious person, probably should be avoiding caffeine. If you're or type minimize A, it. nervous. Minimize. Here, here's a good tip for you. Listen to your body. To help you understand right? it. Or go to half decaf. In my house, we yeah. only drink, we buy that half calf. Right. You know, people with uh, stage fright. Yes. You know, they, 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 yeah, they these, these are normal, intelligent people. They just yes. cannot give a speech. <laughs> Do you know how they treat them? Now, this is one one, one situation where medicine has a solution. They okay. give them a beta blocker like Propanolol. They give them a medication that keeps your heart rate from going up. Yeah. And because their heart rate doesn't go up, they're able to be calm enough to talk to, in, in public. Okay. Okay. So the yeah. point is, though, that worrying or not sleeping mm-hmm. or too much caffeine is going to do what to your heart rate? It's going to make gonna it go up. It. So when your heart rate goes up, the mind and body are connected. And you begin to yeah, start feeling anxiety. Exactly. Then once you get anxious, right? The, anx- it, anx- it anxiety fades. is you, you turn on a stress response. You do. You're being threatened. Yes. You, so your body has to remember get you ready to fight or run. Right. And so it, it just feeds itself. Right. And then I think we want to mention too that certain substances cause inflammation in the body. So if you're mm-hmm. having trouble with um, not being able to concentrate because you're worried or mm-hmm. whatever, that staying away from simple sugars or foods that contain a lot of sugar, especially beverages. That oh, contain a lot of sugar. I mean, right? sugar water. Right. Well, here's the thing. I, 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 my, I help my patients because you got to give them practical information. Yes. They're smart. Exactly. But they just don't. They don't know what to think. So I tell them, look, you, you see that la- that can of cola right there? I don't yeah. want to even give a name. No. I, 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 I don't want bad names. karma. I don't want to slam anybody. But, <laughs> but that can of, of soda pop there has about nine and a half teaspoons of sugar in it. Honestly, God. So here's the neat thing. If you were making your own lemonade at home, I always ask them, how yeah. many teaspoons do you think you'd put in? They'll say, oh, maybe two or three. Right. Right. They wouldn't put nine. Right. Nobody would do no, this exactly. for, a, for a 12-ounce glass of lemonade. Yeah. And that leads to inflammation in the body. It also blood, raises blood, blood. your energy mm-hmm. and then, you and then dra- drops it. Right. It's so a blood anybody, sugar. That's called blood sugar right. fluctuations. Anybody that has depression or, um, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of a mood swing type of disorder definitely we recommend you know fruits from natural sources you know sugar from natural sources such as fruits mm-hmm. and um and then really avoiding a lot of simple sugar in the diet because your energy level throughout the day will be more even. Also, a That's high it. fiber diet. Lots yes. of vegetables, lots of fibers from your foods will also help your blood sugar to be more even keel and your mood then will stay more stable as well. Well, listen, doctor, I want to thank you for joining me today. Um, and we are just excited for the type of practice that you have. If our listeners or viewers would like to reach out to you, where would they go? I have a website, which I'm still working on it to make it more, not only user-friendly, but even more educational. There's already a lot of good stuff there. But my practice is called Whole Health MD, and the uh, website is wholehealthmdwellness.com. 
Okay, thank you. And I'm you. on Lincoln Avenue, right in Lincoln Park. Okay, fabulous. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining Figure Facts for Life podcast. Be sure to subscribe and stay in the know on cutting-edge dietetic nutrition information. And make sure to hop over to Facebook and Instagram. Give us a like and any comments at Figure Facts LLC, all one word. Remember to fuel, nourish, and use foods to help heal your bodies. I'm Roberta Gennaro, and ciao, ciao for now.